our hero's story continues, but voices against him grow louder. What tool will help him cut through the din and press forward to victory? Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, a certified life coach who helps teens build self-confidence, develop social skills, and achieve their goals, or what I call becoming the hero of their own story. What's up, heroes? Uh, You may have noticed something a little different about my podcast this season. Uh, There's an ad that plays at the beginning of the episode. I am now part of the B Podcast Network, B-E stands for Beyond Education, and their motto is shows that help you be the change you want to see. It's for educators, for dads, for moms, for, for principals, right? And they wanted to bring my podcast on to provide content for teens, which is exactly what I do and I think is super valuable. And uh, that does mean that there will be ads. And I can't promise that all the ads will be relevant to you teens, but if mom or dad or teachers or school leaders are listening, then the ads uh, will be uh, relevant to you and will be some great stuff. Check out all the Beyond Education shows for educators and moms and dads and everybody who works with students. Uh, Check it out at bpodcasts.network. That's B-E podcasts.network. Also, if you haven't gotten on the interest list yet for my Sidekick to Hero app launching soon, you're going to want to do that. We will launch and I'll be sending out a special offer only to those on my email list. So you will not want to miss it. Go to sidekicktohero.com to sign up. Now, episode 104, Three Tools Every Hero Needs, Part 2. Our young hero, you are looking well. You look surprised to see me. With how our last encounter ended, that's understandable, but this old man still has a few tricks up his sleeve. Mind if I join you? What'll it be? One mug of your finest cider, thank you. You have come a long way since we last met, young hero. With your flag, you have reclaimed much of the Dutch Quarter, all of the valley, and have a good footing in the strongholds of the North Caverns. The dark forces are starting to disperse. But... It is no time to celebrate. The enemy is changing their tactics. You see, people are starting to talk about you. And the leaders of the dark forces are encouraging it. Why? It's obvious, isn't it? They want to control the narrative. When the people first started speaking your name, it was full of hope, admiration. But the opposition has been weaving in terrible tales about why you have only now come out of hiding. 
Well, yes, I know you weren't in hiding. You didn't even know about your royal lineage until that fateful night. But the populace doesn't know that. Even now, as you sit in this tavern, people stare and whisper about you. Look around, haven't you noticed? Doubt is being sown, and once it has been planted, it is hard to root out. Not impossible, but very difficult. I'd wager you've heard the stories about you, yes? But you've stayed quiet. Why? When you fail to fight the false fables about you, You are no longer the author of your story. This is why I will now give you the second of the most valuable tools of a true hero. The pen. It may seem like an ordinary pen, but it has more power than any weapon forged in our time. With its ink, you can craft inspiration, bring ideas into existence, motivate the masses, change the past, and mold the future. You just have to, but use it. Take it. Write your story the way you want it. Inscribe it so indelibly that no one can mistake it. Or erase it. This is your life. Narrate it accordingly. One cup of cider for the old man. Hey, where'd your friend go? That one's mysterious. That's part two of our epic tale of our young hero, which, if you haven't caught on by now, it's you. You are the young hero in the tale. Now, I've talked about taking up the pen in previous episodes, but I really want to make this clear. I'm really passionate about this. Uh, The focus on the previous episode was what other people were saying about you, uh, letting other people kind of write your story. But today, I want to focus on what you are saying about you. So remember, the land in this hero's story represents the mind. And at this point in the story, the hero has been going out and really claiming his uh, results, you know, owning his results, as we talked about last episode, and being the one in control and being like, this is mine, like I am in charge of my life. And so for you, maybe over the past week or from whenever you listened to the last episode to this one, you've started to claim ownership of the parts of your life. Uh, whether it's homework or relationships or whatever it may be. And in this episode, we find out that the the people of the land uh, are starting to speak ill of our young hero. Now, all the people here represent all the voices that are in our heads. And yes, we all have voices in our head. I'm not talking about uh, like in movies where they talk about crazy people or schizophrenia or whatever they they label that. What I'm talking about is we all have different voices. They're all, they all come from us, but 
they kind of come out differently and they kind of sound differently. You've probably experienced this when you're talking nicely about yourself to yourself or when you're really beating yourself up. That represents the different ways that we can interpret what's going on in our lives. As we make progress in our lives, it is almost without a doubt going to happen that we start doubting ourselves. We start really questioning what's going on, the success of it, if we should keep doing this or not, if, is this even working? So that's what I want to talk about today. Now, I, I love what the old man said in the story today. He said, when you fail to fight the false fables about you, and these are the ones in your head, you are no longer the author of your story. Remember, these are the false fables that your own brain is making up. Yeah, other people might be saying false fables about you. We're not talking about that today. Well, I'm talking about the ones that you're writing, the ones that you're telling yourself, right? So the source of these false fables is your doubt, your fear, that part of your brain that thinks it's being realistic by saying, no, you know what? Not very many people actually like you. So thinking that people do like you is dumb. Or that part of your brain that wants to question your intelligence. Yeah, well, you're not actually that smart. You got lucky a couple of times. Or I just coached a team this week who he wants to go into musical theater for college. And he's been performing in, in high school uh, plays and, and such. And he loves himself as a singer, but he doesn't believe he's that good of an actor. And as I was coaching him on that thought... He said, well, this last role I did, I was the villain and I actually did pretty good. I was really happy with my performance there. And other people said I did, I did pretty good, but I mean, but that aside, I'm, I'm not a very good actor. And I'm like, why, why are you pushing aside some evidence of a very positive story about your progress with your acting skills? And his brain had to work very hard to set that aside, to then tell himself that he's still not that good of an actor. So I don't know why our brain wants to do this. I've heard it put that our brain wants to be right more than it wants to be happy. So if it can convince ourselves that this negative thought or this horrible tale about ourselves is right because we've believed it to be right for so long, then we can at least take comfort in the fact that we're right and we can protect ourselves rather than being happy by thinking of a different story about whatever's going on in our lives that would actually make us happier. Uh, and that could also be more true, right? Our brains are weird guys. That's just, just the truth of it all. Now I want you to take up the pen that's in your mind. And there are, are three ways I want to talk about today on how to take up the pen. So first is I want you to identify the rewritable. Meaning you need to discover, figure out what sentences in your mind are rewritable. Now, spoiler alert, most of them are rewritable. We don't think that though. We think most of the sentences in our brain are just the facts. And this is something I often do with my uh, clients or when I go speak at schools, we play the game fact versus story. And what sentence in our mind or which sentence in our mind is a fact and which one is a story. Facts are not rewritable. 
for the most part, and especially for our purposes here. You know, that is a, a 1965 uh, Oldsmobile. That's just a fact. You can't rewrite that and go, well, actually, I, th- I think it's a, it's a Chevy convertible. I mean, that's, that's not what I'm talking about here because we, we can't do that. We can't just change what the fact is in that situation. You know, there are some facts that we can change over time. It could be our weight or our physical body uh, per se, or, uh, or the amount of successes we've had, or like our grades, for example, well, I've gotten some Fs, but now I'm going to get some A's. There are some things you can change, but facts are just not changeable. I did get some Fs last year, but now I'm getting A's. So that fact would still remain, right? So the rewritable ones are our opinions about the facts, our interpretations. Those we can totally rewrite. Now, sometimes we don't take up the pen because we assume we wrongfully believe that a sentence like, I'm ugly, nobody likes me, I'm not good enough. We assume those ones are the facts, that we can't rewrite those. So that's why step one to taking up the pen is identify the rewritable in your brain. And again, most of it is. Step two is create powerful narratives. If you have that pen in your hand, why in the world would you ever create a narrative that disempowers you? that says that you are a victim or that you're not good enough or you're never going to be good enough. You're never going to make it. Uh, You're less than other people. Like, why would you ever do that? Now, remember, your brain's going to say, because that's the fact, but it's not, that that's a rewritable. And if it's a rewritable, then I want you to replace it with a powerful narrative. Powerful narratives are ones that you believe. So don't start lying to yourself or if your mom's sitting right next to you right now, looking over at you and being like, sweetie, I told you you're beautiful and you don't believe that. That's not what I'm talking about. Don't, don't, don't try to write that because it won't stick. And then the other one, the more negative one will replace it. And you'll just be like, see, mom, I told you I'm ugly. Uh," Just because that's the one you've practiced for so long, but you can create more powerful narratives if you believe them. And so maybe you don't believe I'm beautiful or I'm good looking, but maybe you could believe, you know what? I'm decent looking enough or I, I'm look, I I look in such a way where, uh, I'm going to be able to find somebody who's going to appreciate me and find me attractive. There is somebody out there that's totally going to find me attractive. I, I walked around most of my life thinking I'm so ugly and I totally found someone who thought I was attractive enough to marry me. Technically, I found two people attractive who found me attractive enough to marry me. Uh, my starter wife that we were married for a couple of years and then my actual wife when we have four kids now and been married for 10 years this November. So there are versions of your story that you can believe that are so much better than the ones that you're telling yourself now. So step number two, the, th- the second way to take up the pen is to create powerful narratives. Now, the third way to take up the pen is to stop frequently retelling the tragic version of your story. I don't know why we do this, but I call it playing in the mud. 
We just sit there in the mud and we just go, oh, I'm the worst. I'm never going to make it. And then we repeat that story over and over and over again. So maybe we've identified the rewritable. We get it. We get that it's just our perspective and we can change it. And maybe we've created a powerful narrative to replace it. Fantastic. And we've told that to ourselves a couple of times. We're still going to find ourselves frequently retelling the tragic version and just kind of spinning in that. When you catch yourself doing that, stop it immediately. Just, Just stop it and find a way to get back to the more powerful narrative. The more you tell yourself a story, the more you're going to believe it. And I don't want you believing the tragic version of your tale. So here are some topics that teens really need to take up the pen with, uh, at least as far as I experience in uh, coaching teens. What failure means. We have horrible stories about what it means to fail, to be rejected, quote unquote, uh, to not accomplish the thing that we were set, uh, setting out to do. So take up the pen on what it, what it means to fail. Take up the pen on what others say about you. So many people out there have so many thoughts and so many of them are irrelevant to your actual life, but nevertheless, they're about you. Um, What other people say is an area where we can take up the pen and that won't change whatever they say or think about us. That's not the point, but it's to change what we think about us and what we think about them saying or thinking those things about us. That again, similar, listen to the, um, uh, one of my previous podcast episodes, uh, about that, man, I really should have looked this up ahead of time, but, um, I I have one about, uh, not letting others write your story. I think that's what the episode is called. Um, the next topic is your future. So many teens have not taken up the pen on their future and they're, and they're just letting all the tragic tales run amok in their mind about how their future is going to be and how horrible and unsuccessful and unhappy it's going to be. Take up the pen when it comes to your future, because when you do that, you're more likely to make your version, your preferred version of your future reality. And uh, the last area, of course, not the only last area, but there's, there's lots of other areas. This list is not conclusive, but the last area I want to mention is your worth. So many teens just let their brains run wild with their worth or their value, meaning that they believe they're not valuable or they're not worth anything. That is the worst story to tell. And the only reason why you think that's true is because you've been telling yourself that a lot. Take up the pen when it comes to your worth and create a powerful narrative about that. and really take control of your story. Now, you are not only the main character of your story, you're also the author, which, yes, makes life a serial autobiography, meaning an autobiography that happens again and again and again and has lots of different chapters and parts of it. So you are writing your story. And to be clear, the option isn't that either you write the story or your circumstances will write the story for you. No, your circumstances can't ever write your story. No, no, that, that's not true. Both versions of the story, good and bad, happy or sad, tragic or comedic, 
are your doing. You are the author of both. Circumstances and other people cannot write your story for you. In fact, that's today's secret for an awesome life. You're writing your story one way or another. You just need to realize that you hold the pen. Stay tuned next week for our final chapter in our epic tale where our young hero gets the third tool every hero needs. Yo, teens, I know you spend a lot of time doing fun things like playing video games or watching YouTube, but those things do not improve your life like at all. I created something that combines YouTube and video games, but that also helps you build self-confidence, develop social skills, and achieve your goals. It's called Sidekick to Hero, and it's gamified mindset training just for teens. You play through stages, attend weekly live streams, and compete to win real prizes each month, all while strengthening your mind so that you can stop feeling like the sidekick in your own life. Grab a parent and check it out at SidekickToHero.com so you can start being the person you were born to be. A hero.